Good morning. I'm sitting here with Lloyd Runnett, the Executive Director of the Louisa County Resource Center. Good morning, Lloyd. Good, good morning. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Talk to me a little bit about what Louisa Resource does. Well, let me start with our history first before we get into what we do today. Sure. Because it's a little different, but it's sort of the same. Louisa Resource has been around since the 19, early 1990s, really late 80s, early 90s. Started out working with people with medications, actually. Uh, the time, it, it's sort of like you, things, what goes around comes around. Obviously, today we're at supply chain issues and we're dealing with medication issues now. But it was a bigger issue then, and so we started with that, and they, and they helped people with medications and stuff. Uh, and then there was a faith-based uh, uh, um, program for the emergency food pantry, which uh, existed in the community, has since the 50s. Actually, my parents participated in it in our home church. And so I can remember going with my mom and dad to deliver food in this program back in the 60s. Uh, anyway, long story short, it ended up uh, sort of being absorbed into the organization. And from there, uh, it sort of grew. And uh, through the 80s into the 90s, early 2000s, we added food programs. Um, and it sort of became the, the, just just a food program. Then the medication sort of went away uh, and other things. But uh, in the uh, early 2000s, our board evolved a little bit. Um, uh, the the um, um, kind of expanded the vision to uh, be able to look at what all the community needs were, not just the food things or not just some of the things, but what all of the community needs were and what opportunities they were to serve. And I'll have to say today, as we as we continue to evolve and look at what's going on, um, and we're, we're uh, looking for ways to expand and do uh, in the unfilled need category. We're not we're not looking to uh, duplicate anybody. We're not looking to do stuff. We're looking to actually help people where they uh, there's a gap, and there as we know today with the economy the way it is and with the things that are going on, there's lots of gaps, and we sure. create gaps all. All the time in fact got gaps right now that we're working on today so when when folks come to the resource center and you said it's it's migrated we have some food there's a thrift store is there any is there any limitation when someone comes in looking for so so let me start with depending on okay, okay and I'm gonna say this first of all when I came here and I've been here seven years now uh, actually, my anniversary date's coming up uh, next, I guess, next week, no, week after next. Anyway, been here seven years. Um, and uh, I can tell you that nobody leaves here hungry. Okay, nobody leaves here hungry. Everybody's going to get food. There are some limitations. There, there, there's some USDA food here that's under uh, the Department of Agriculture, and, and that food is uh, uh, put forth for a certain program, which is our covered board program. Uh, it many of the qualifications of the SNAP. Uh, benefits that are out there. We also have a special program here that we like to say that's above SNAP that allows the families that are working really hard uh, to try to make it. And they're just getting out. They're just out of that uh, SNAP uh, opportunity to get some help. And we have a program here called the GAP program, Grocery Assistance Program. We have that. Um, yeah, they're, they're, so there are limitations, but we have workarounds 
uh, that don't involve the USDA food. We, we, that food goes right where it was supposed to, uh, the, to the people who it was designed for. Uh, we do a lot with food, actually, while I'm sitting here thinking about it. We, we have the Emergency Food Pantry, which I mentioned earlier. It's been around since the 50s, and we're able to use that program. That's the one where nobody goes hungry. You show up here, I don't care what your income is. I don't care it, what, what you're doing. You're going to get food. You're going to get the food. Uh, and over the years, um, we've had some great opportunities to serve. Recently, we had the snowstorm that hit here. Uh, you're you're in the insurance business. You know exactly what what that did. Well, we had most of Louisa County out of electricity for the better part of a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people that do not qualify for anything just ran out of food because there was none to get in the grocery store, and they didn't have any. Not everybody prepares. Um, and so we served over 300 client families out of the emergency food pantry. Because that program exists and because it exists within our organization, we were able to modify it ever so slightly. And we did a drive-through operations where we gave people uh, enough food for four people for three days, water, food, all of the essentials that we were able to just put in a drive-through uh, drive through box, put it in their car and go on. Very similar to a Chick-fil-A model. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we, we help people out with that. Uh, that's a program we do a lot of children's feeding. And we partner with Louise County Public Schools on a broad spectrum of many programs. Uh, but one of them is children's feeding. Um, no child in Louise County will go hungry, I can tell you. Between Louise County Public Schools and Louisa Resource Council, we're going to ensure that every child has something to eat every day if we can do anything at all about it. They, And so we have children's feeding on a multitude of levels. We do backpacks in school. We do special supplements here. Uh, we do special supplements throughout the summer. We work with Louise Public Schools to make sure if they need anything, um, say, that can't be obtained through the, the things that they have, we work to make sure that because I have, you know, the nice thing about not being a government agency, a non, I like being a non-government agency, <laughs> Uh, I like that because it allows me the flexibility within the limitations uh, that the board puts on me, which actually give me a lot of a lot of latitude um, to make sure that nobody goes hungry. I'm able to do some pretty cool things, and our staff here is awesome. And they they don't even come to me; they just they just know that our philosophy here is nobody nobody goes hungry. And um, and we we do some stuff. We have a special program for people that are over 60 years old. It's a special supplement. And um, and then we have other food feeding programs, whatever, and we can create whatever we want within the within uh, within whatever is necessary to make sure uh, that the needs of our community are met. Uh, and so we uh, we're we're getting ready. In fact, because of our supply chain issues and the and the transportation issues that are being created by uh, the recent fuel changes and some of the other things, uh, we're going back to a very robust uh, remote distribution. Louis County is 514 square miles, uh, and so we're going to be moving food uh, to the western end of our county and to the eastern end of our county, uh, to the south, and um, and we're going to be moving these foods out so that we can meet our clients better than halfway. We're going to meet them at their doorstep. Uh, and so that's that's part of our plan. Uh, in fact, I'm working on that today. So. Well, I'm upset because that was my next question is you are centrally located and how would you yeah, reach the so, outskirts? So, so. so I'm, well, I stole your thunder, <laughs> but I also led into it. But we're, we're working on that. We work with our faith-based community on that. Um, 
uh, they're really good partners to us. Our faith-based community does a tremendous job. We wouldn't be here without without their great support. Sure. Uh, and so we're working on that today and, and get that done. But we're 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 working. You know, we're trying to meet the needs. Like we're we're trying to meet the needs of our community at at their door mm-hmm. um, and and see what's going on. It's just like with our children. I, I had an opportunity yesterday to meet with the public school nutrition specialist who actually is in head of all feeding for Louise County Schools and just see where we are for the summer program and see where we are for uh, and see where we are for next year and see what we can do together. Mm-hmm. And she was really excited. She says, yeah, there's some opportunities. We're going to partner again and that kind of stuff. So we're looking for uh, they're looking for those things. But but fair is not all that we do here. I, I uh, we do a lot of we do a lot of referral and information. Um, if you hang around here a while, you'll hear the phone ring over and over and over again. And our team that answers the phone uh, is trained to answer people's questions to get them referred to the various locations. So if someone calls here and they need help with health, health information, uh, we can partner them up. We can send them to UVA. We can send them to our local clinics. Uh, and I say send them, send the information. Mm-hmm partner with our community partners, our leadership partners at the, at, the, at the county office building, the health department, human services, schools, whoever we work with that. We do between four and 500 referrals a month wow. of people who need that. We have, a, we have a great dental program here. This is, this is something we found a few years ago. We, we partnered with the UVA School of Nursing and our nursing students were here and we were looking for gaps in healthcare. And, and uh, we had done a survey uh, uh, several years ago and one of the things came out there was healthcare. Obviously healthcare is a big problem. I'm not, and yeah. I, even, <laughs> even with all my uh, vast uh, uh, tools in the toolbox, I'm not sure I can solve all the healthcare <laughs> issues, but I can tell care of a toothache and what we discovered was this that uh, data indicated that there were many needs in Louisa County that weren't being met in the dental world uh, so we created a program it's a it's a voucher program it's actually uh, been um, um, looked at by a number of people as a model program for what we do we partner with every local dentist and when a person comes here in pain or they need uh, they have an issue our team is here to uh, get them into a dentist as quickly as we can and we have a $500 voucher uh, where we pay to have that particular problem taken care of now we $500 doesn't go very far but it goes far enough you typically to get the pain taken care of and get people's get people um, feeling better and those kinds of things so, sure. and our and our dentists are wonderful we like I said we partner with every dentist and they're wonderful people uh, they actually give us a very generous um, um, pay pay rate uh, very sure. very generous uh, they're they're very very good about of course we do put people in their chairs yeah <laughs> okay so we but we, we that they're very generous about how they do so uh, so we so it's a it's a good partnership. I, I can't say that's a, it's been a great, we have a good leadership team on that. Uh, some retired, have a retired, couple of retired dentists, a retired dental hygienist. They, they just do a wonderful job. 
uh, and we'll be working on that program more extensively. We, uh, that's a standalone program. We, we, uh, we solicit grants for that program. We don't, we don't typically take money from one place to the other. We, we sort of that, we make that program standalone. Um, and so we're looking to move some money into it this year. We're going to look for some fundraising opportunities, I guess, uh, starting here next week to move some more money in there to get that done. And then, and then, and then we have our community closet, which is across the street. And, uh, and that's a wonderful program. Um, it, it deals with clothes and, and some household items and a little bit of furniture. We're not in the furniture business, really not in the household items except for the, the things. But we, out of that particular program, we, we do a lot of things. We give away more than we sell, you know, sure. what we do. We, that, there's some really nice clothes people donate. And so we have to put a little something on them, not because we want to. We just don't want people to take them and put them back in a yard sale. So what we do is we have a few items that that we sell but we give away more uh, in fact the um emergency closet at louise county high school we support that all the clothes in that emergency closet so if a child comes to school and has a an event that a, or a, a piece of clothing is damaged or um, whatever uh, we have clothing there that's immediately available to their staff that they can put on those clothes um, that we have, and, and they're contemporary. They're mm -hmm. not, they're, we don't I, don't, I don't have a 17-year-old male in my 60-some-year-old <laughs> pants. So, yeah. you know, they, um, they, they have contemporary clothing to wear, um, and we're, we're pretty- Although it all comes back, you get that butt fly collar again. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say, it all, yeah, I gotta say, I, I wear the classics, man. I, I have no, you know, I, I, um, although I don't uh, think I'm gonna be back to the Paisley shirts of the 70s, but, um, uh, but uh, yeah, so we, we work with them. But we do, we do, we're real proud of what we do over there. We have a great team over there. We have a couple people. And we open that on Saturdays, a couple mm -hmm. Saturdays a month, and we and have people come and they shop and they're able to pick up things. Um, the other day, a lady had a, a, a toddler. They had had an incident in their family had a toddler she was able to come down and get a whole get lots of clothes i forget all the items she actually got it was more than clothes that we were able to help her out with and, and those are and it cost her nothing those were just things that we were able to do so you know uh, i can remember it's been a couple years now uh where we had an incident where uh, uh grandparents had essentially uh, uh gotten custody of their three grandchildren a really nice, nice couple um, known in the community, um, you know, but they, things happen in families today as, as you know, you know, uh, they showed up here uh, and they need some help because they had three, I think a three, a five and a nine, a year old that they had inherited. Uh, yeah, two of them are going to school. Uh, anyway, so uh, they had nothing but the clothes on their back. Uh, and we were able to outfit those two that were going to school. We were able to outfit with uh, five outfits, two pairs of shoes for school. We were able to help the parents, the grandparents with food. Uh, we were able to do a lot of things and, it, and they were just so thankful uh, for what we were able to do. And that's just one of the, one of the many stories that, you know, where we, where we were able to step in and fill that gap that I talked about. So. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it's clear that the, the, the gift that the Louisa County brings and then gives back is, is tremendous. 
what do you have from the community in terms of volunteers? I mean, it's a, it's a small great, staff. And, yeah, that's gone. a great question. We do have a small staff. As you know how big our staff is. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we have a small staff. It's me, and I'm really the only guy that's kind of like on duty 24-7, 365. And truthfully, I'm used to that. So, mm -hmm. you know, you asked me uh, some time ago about how, where did I come from. So, well, my background is actually public safety. I was a fire. I was, a, I was a, a, a fire chief. I've been in the fire, involved in public safety in the fire service or in emergency management for over 40 years. I, I worked, uh, started Mineral Fire Department uh, as a volunteer, still there today, still the president of Mineral <laughs> Fire Department for a while longer. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, I went to Henrico County and I've been in Henrico, stayed in Henrico County over 30 years, uh, finishing as the chief of special operations in EMS. Um, and I enjoyed every minute of being there, but there comes a time when uh, 24, you know, that's, that's a lot, and the aid does catch up with you with the fire <laughs> service. The fire service is a young man's game. So uh, I worked for FEMA for 25 years part-time. I, I did uh, education, and I authored a couple of programs for them, and I did some educational work for them in special operations and mass casualty management and that kind of stuff. And then I did a bunch of, went all over the country and lectured and did stuff. But anyway, I was I came here seven years ago, and like I said, this basically this week. Uh, it was real funny. I was flying on a red eye back from Los Angeles, uh, uh, California. I'd been out to, and I can't. I, they, they all ran together at some point. But I, <laughs> I'd been out to Los Angeles, I was flying back on a red eye, and I said, "You know, God, I, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be traveling and doing like I'm doing." And I got home and looked in the local newspaper, and there was the thing for this job. So that was my question: Did they hunt you, or did you find yeah, him? I found it, so I applied, and of course. Um, you know, it was, it was definitely a God thing and, and he got, he got me here and I've been here, uh, been here ever since I, I applied and it was sort of interesting going through the process. I had no idea, you know, the, what they were looking for, but I, my background was public safety. It was, uh, but I had a service. Um, my, I learned that from my mom and dad, they were big service in the community. And so for me. It, it, you know, I learned with that. I learned what I learned today, what I know today about serving our community from my parents. It was a foundation that was, I guess they probably learned it from there. So, sure, you know, sure. it's just generational. And um, so that, you know, that's kind of my background. And, but it, 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 when I got here, you know, we weren't, we weren't where we are today. I well, mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. grown significantly. Yeah, yeah. And the last, uh, well, particularly in the last five years, we really grown. Uh, we were, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of about uh, a little less than 7,000 square feet of uh, room here. We had a couple of things. Um, and we've grown. We're about 15,000 uh, square feet of um, uh, building here now. Uh, we serve uh, about 2,000 families uh, a month. Uh, in one program, and that doesn't include all the children's feeding and all that. I, that's another whole sure. thing. We move about three million pounds of food through here, so I want you, I want you to hear that number again. You know, <laughs> well, that, and that's the, the three million pounds. How did that? How was that prior to COVID, during COVID, and now that oh, we're kind of waning? That's it. So that was a great thing. So for three weeks, because it's it's a great, that's a great, wonderful question. Um, so so during COVID was a very challenging time. So. Um, First of all, I'll tell you, we never closed a day during COVID. Okay, we were able to adjust our uh, delivery method to the drive-through model I mentioned earlier. Um, and that's just something we were able to do. Just, I had some background in that kind of stuff. Um, but 
what happened was we went three and a half weeks and never got a donation. There was no food to get. Fortunately, we had stores here, We, as being as big as we were, uh, we had the stores to be able to do that, even though. And so I used the numbers in, in, in February of 20, um, or 2020, I should say, and we used those numbers. And those were our base numbers. In March of 2020, we went up 20%, 20% by volume. So the following month in April, we went up 38% over, over March. The 20%, over, over March. So right. 58%, if you want to put it in the yeah. thing, over where we were. So we grew a half again. Uh, a little more half again uh, in in just over just over six weeks with and in March we never got a donation so we were very fortunate you know we got down and stuff but we learned some lessons and this is the cool part about working with the board and, and the things that I did in emergency management and planning learn from the things that that happened and don't just let them keep happening over and over again so what we were able to do is we said get some grant get some grants and we were able to increase our freezer capacity by 150 percent so we have a walk we had a walk-in freezer and some side-by-sides and we rotated our stock about every week and a half to two weeks our stock rotated well that worked well for mm -hmm. years i mean you know food came in food goes out no worries yeah till you don't get anything for three weeks okay uh, or you know and so uh, we were down to, oh, well, we're here, you know, there's canopies in the corner and there's a box of mac and cheese somewhere, I think. So, but no, it wasn't quite that bad. But what we were able to do is based on that. So we, we increased our freezer by 150%, our freezer space. So we were able to put those valuable proteins, that meat mm -hmm. uh, that we were getting from donations through, uh, or through our supply chain of different things. Uh, we were able to put those into storage, and now we're able to rotate them monthly. Okay. okay. So, so we doubled our capacity to be able to store that, and so that made a huge difference. And another thing we did was we we uh, we had clients because of COVID, we couldn't have our clients come back into the facility. We were very careful. And by the way, let me say this: we never transmitted a case of COVID here at the Resource Council with hundreds of volunteers working we were very diligent mm -hmm. uh to our to our COVID safety practices we never transmitted we had COVID, sure we never transmitted it here according to the health department but what we did is we kept our clients out we we had our clients outside and we did more of a curbside thing and so one of the things that was we needed to protect them from the elements because uh, you know, rain stuff. So we were able to put up an awning. So it's not just an awning. It's I was a, a surprise last time, first time yeah, I come yeah, here in yeah, about a year. A, yeah, yeah. It was a, <laughs> it's a large awning. Uh, so you're able to park underneath. You're able to walk over to our window where you get served and our food comes out. Yeah, for you, I'm sure it was. You say, oh, what's that? <laughs> uh, but anyway, we were able to do that. And so those things that we learned from early days of COVID, we, we, we applied for and receive grants and we made changes. And so when the snowstorm hit, we were prepared. Mm -hmm. We had 300 people, but we operated under our COVID. We had all of our stuff 
ready to go. So we were able, those, those changes that we had made, those lessons that we had learned, and that's the cool thing about our board is that they look for opportunities. They look, we evaluate what we're doing, we evaluate what we've done, and we look for opportunities to make it better. We're, we're on a continuous improvement process here. Uh, I, those are all slang terms, you know, things in, in the business world, but we do try to figure out how to do it better. You know, you asked about the volunteers, and that's really the backbone of this place. Um, we have a very small staff. I mean, it's just a few people here. I have an office manager, warehouse manager, somebody to operate the forklift, and somebody to manage our volunteers out in our delivery area, and, and me. I mean, it's a very, very small staff. Yeah. But here's, here's the backbone. We do over 1,300 hours of volunteerism here a month. The entire back of our facility today in the warehouse is being operated by volunteers uh, with forklifts and trucks and things like that. And that's that takes a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a lot. And we have excellent volunteers. One of our very fortunate, one of our, our volunteers has a background in warehousing and, and logisticals uh, support. I mean, that's just a huge thing. If you go back there and you look at how organized things are, no, that's his influence. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they tell me to stay out of that there. They said, <laughs> you know, they see a director. But Kathy does a great job. She's our office manager, and you get to deal with Kathy on a regular basis. She just does a great job. She knows her job. She does the things she does. And, and they tell Kathy to stay in her office, too. So I, I, I know how that works. Days. I'm often telling my boss to stay yeah, in his yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. So, but for me, um, what that allows me to do is focus on the, on the things that the more global pictures um, and making sure that every, that we have the money to operate uh, working with our team that works on donations and grants and stuff and also community and and again we wouldn't do anything without the community support the faith-based community the public the public community the education community the the uh, leader our our leadership and then our many many um, uh, just partners in the community that we work with, the clubs and the organizations and the businesses, the Chamber of Commerce, all of these people contribute to us and give us something, and we give them something. So it's a, it's a great relationship. It's all about relationships. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, let's take a, a moment and talk a little bit more about you. What do you do for fun when you're not so, here 24-7, so, 365? So, so what do I do for fun? Yeah. So so we have our farm, the chopping's over there, so I have a few chickens, and when, right now we don't have any hogs, but I do a little farming. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy hunting. I enjoy um, fishing. Turkey season's coming up. Yeah, Saturday morning. Going to hunt with my son. <laughs> Fair enough. But I enjoy hunting. I enjoy fishing. We enjoy the property. Um, we garden. My wife and I garden. Uh, and then I have other things. Like, I'm involved in Mineral Volunteer Fire Department. I've been there for well over 40 years and I'm currently in a leadership position uh, for about another oh, about another five weeks and then I'll be uh, moving out. I was recently appointed to the school board to fill an unexpi unexpired term and I'm going to seek that seat. I, I, I love cats and I love seeing that, making sure that they get all the tools in the toolbox. Like like what we do here, mm -hmm. I believe in building stakeholders. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I know, I know that I, every kid in Louisa County that even the ones that come here to the Resource Council and I indoctrinate with our message, uh, I believe that in building them into a community stakeholder. So when they go somewhere, uh, they take the message that we've been that we've been planted in them and enheartened in them, and we take it and they become a community stakeholder wherever they go. Uh, so that's that's really kind of my fun thing is doing that. But I, but I do other stuff too, and then I, I, you know. 
I, I certainly um, just like to just like to chill at times. Just you know, relax. Like There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So it, you know, if folks want to uh, come down and volunteer, what's the best way to, to get so, here? So, so the best way to get here is, is do Google Maps. <laughs> uh, now, so we're at one four seven Resource Lane or one one four four Resource Lane, depending. Uh, and you come here, and we we'll say look at us look at us online, look at our website, look at what we're doing. Uh, look at us on our Facebook. We certainly have a presence in in, in, in that media and social media. Um, what I recommend to you is come and visit with us. Come down and uh, walk around, look, touch things, see where y'all see where what would fit, see what works for you. Uh, we're we're pretty simple. We don't we're not. It's not complex. There's a lot going on, but there's a spot for you. In most cases, there's a spot for you somewhere on our team, and. We can put you to work. Uh, <laughs> That's about, key. Yeah, we can put you to work. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you.